0: Down to the next we will survive in the stamping wilderness. Swimming to the water's above and I like a rebel fish. Trouble is specialist, critical and survivalist, spinning hell and fire from his lips. Birds say drive up
1: All I see is confusion. All I see is confusion. Welcome listeners. is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom with all thy getting, get an understanding. Again, welcome to the program this evening with your hosts, Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. The number to reach us to join the conversation this evening is 215-4909832. That's 215-490-9832. four nine zero ninety-eight thirty-two. We're streaming live at several locations. You can go to timeforanawakening.com which is the home page and catch the live stream. At that location, you can go to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash Time for an Awakening. Again, that's www.blacktalkradionetwork.com forward slash Time for an Awakening. Catch the live stream there also. You can go to com forward slash Time for an Awakening. That's A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I forward slash Time for an Awakening. Catch the live stream there. Or you can download the TuneIn Radio app to any of your devices. The TuneIn Radio app is a free app. And in that search engine, just saving time for an awakening there, you'll see the icon. And you can stream your program live, even into your car, if you have the Bluetooth capabilities or the auxiliary connection. Again, that's Time for an Awakening Radio program with the live stream on the TuneIn app. Drop us an email at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Again, it's timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Time for an Awakening. Also, has a fan page on Facebook. In the Facebook search engine, just type in Time for an Awakening radio program. There you always see interesting content being posted daily by myself or Brother Richard. And do me a favor, before you leave that page, just hit that like button. It's Time for an Awakening radio program with the fan page on Facebook. And Time for an Awakening media is there. Always full of the latest podcasts of the various programs on Time for an Awakening Media interesting articles that you can read, download at later times and share with your friends. Also check out that time for An Awakening Marketplace in our partnership with the BB To Me. Always interesting things in the marketplace all the time. Various African language classes, classes on education, economics, social systems, health, and much, much more being taught by professors on both the continent and in the diaspora. So again, make that one of your favorites. Put that in your address bar. That's timeforanawakening.com. Timeforanawakening.com will take you straight to Time for An Awakening Media. It's 8.07 here in the city of Philadelphia on this hot Sunday, uh, this hot Friday evening. And we're in Freestyle Friday mode on Time for An Awakening. Uh, we're usually in uh, open forum on the Friday's program. But tonight, special guest will be spending some time with us. He's been here several times before. And it always brings a wealth of information, especially during the period of time we're living in. Medical and holistic doctor and director of the Abundant Life Clinic in Washington, D.C., Dr. Aline Abdul-Muhammad will be joining us in discussion this evening, talking about all things uh, COVID-19, any questions you have in relation to what's going on with this virus and this uh, variant. He'll be with us to talk about it. And you can join that conversation by dialing 215 490 9832. That's 215 490 9832. We'll be right back to get the program started after a brief word from our sponsors.
2: Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and and our enemies.
4: five eight eight five two four 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 That number is 215 885 All insurance incorporated. Okay.
1: With your host, Brother Elliot, Sundays 7 p.m., Fridays at 8 p.m. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit us up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Welcome back to Time for an Awakening. It's 813 13 in the city of Philadelphia on this Friday evening, and we're in Freestyle Friday edition of Time for an Awakening. Before we get started with our program this evening, I want to welcome in my co-host, Philadelphia Activist and Tour Guide at the African American Museum here in Philadelphia at 7th and Arch Street. Brother Richard is with us. Brother Richard. Hi, hey, Brother Elliot. How are you, sir? Well,
5: I'm doing fine. I'm, um, I'm glad that Dr. Eileen, especially in this moment around uh, COVID, is back with us to maybe help us uh, think through and clarify some things in relationship to what we do now um, with the with the new new virus and the new information of how we as a people are responding um, to, to the, taking the vaccine itself. Um, maybe it's some insight we can be able to share and um, get, get a perspective of.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, there's a lot of new information coming out. Well, we see uh, the stuff that comes across the television in relation to this virus and uh, uh, here in Philadelphia and in other parts of the country they're going back to uh, everybody wearing masks in public, although if you had any sense, you would have never took it off. Uh, but, I mean, you see a lot of uh, folks, especially Europeans, mask. Uh, going without masks in public. Uh, now, they're, they're, they don't issue a mandate like they did before. They just strongly recommend it at, right presently, but uh, that might change at any time. But it's good that we can reach out to Dr. Leem, have him come on and share information with our listening audience. Our uh, guest this evening on Fridays, uh, on our program Fridays, Medical and Holistic Doctor and Director of the Abundant Life Clinic in Washington, D.C., Dr. Aleem Mohammed is with us. Dr. Aleem, how are you, sir?
9: I'm doing fine, Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. I uh, hope you are as well. You sound great. And I hope that the listening audience is as well. Uh, These are dangerous times and we can't take anything or anyone for granted.
1: Dr. Lee, I'm glad to have you back on uh, to to talk about this and and, uh, give some perspective and some enlightenment to our listening audience in relation to what's going on. Um, I guess about a month ago, or maybe a little over, uh, the the society that we live in, this Western money-driven society, said that uh, things were over. We were... We were on the uh, bright side of the the, uh, the sunny side of the, the, the spectrum, so to speak, and you take your mask off and if you're vaccinated, you're all right and things of that nature. But we see now that uh, folks that's vaccinated or unvaccinated have been coming down uh, with this virus and catching this new variant uh, that's been going around. Uh, some areas of California or Philadelphia just issued it yesterday is telling people if they're vaccinated or not go back to wearing your mask uh, give us some enlightenment, Dr. Lean uh, on this uh, virus and especially this new variant that's going around.
9: Okay. Um, there's a, there's a lot to unpack. Okay. Now the first thing that I would recommend that anybody do to help clear the air of some of the confusion is, please turn off your television set and stop listening to disinformation whose only purpose is to confuse you. And that's where all the confusion comes from, listening to people who, if you counted the number of flip-flops that they have made over the last 18 months, (laughs) you would be dizzy. And anybody who makes that number of flip-flops on major life and death decisions that affect whole populations is obviously either insane or is up to some criminal uh, uh, conspiracy. And we can't even use the word conspiracy because Senator Rand Paul is actually bringing criminal charges against Anthony Fauci for lying to Congress. But I think that Senator Paul should extend his charges against Dr. Fauci. Because not only did Dr. Fauci lie to Congress, Dr. Fauci has been lying through his teeth to the whole country and to the whole world. And so that's the first step. Stop listening to liars. Everything they say is a lie. When they report bad news, it's a lie. When they report good news, it's a lie. They tell you something. uh, As a matter of fact, the best thing to do and, and this, this would be a good exercise for somebody to, to, to do. Just draw out a timeline of all of the advice. Say the advice that was given over the last 18 months concerning math. You see, when it, when it mattered most to wear a math, people like Anthony Fauci and the Surgeon General and Mr. Trump's task force on AIDS, they were telling everybody, don't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You were, they were laughing at you if you wanted to wear a mask. I was one of the first people in my area wearing a mask in my office. People laughed at me. They pointed their fingers at me. They thought I was being too extreme. Well, of course, they gave exactly the wrong advice at the time when people needed masks the most because that would have been the most effective way to stop the viral pandemic in its tracks. Wearing an N95 mask, proper PE precautions, would have done a great deal to stop the pandemic. But what did they do? They gave the opposite of good advice. So continue down the timeline. Every crucial step along the way, they have given exactly the wrong advice that leads the population to further and further death and destruction. Now, let's come the present time. Everybody's concerned about what? They're concerned about uh, what is being called the Delta variant. A variant of what? People forget, or maybe maybe even never considered the fact, nobody ever showed you the original COVID-19 virus. Mm-hmm. No one ever even proved to you that it even exists. And then a, a year ago, I, along with most people, I was uh, scared out of my uh, wit over this deadly virus, but now a year later, it turns out that this so-called deadly virus, the COVID-19 virus, has a recovery rate greater than 99% for all age groups. And a recent study with children shows children have a recovery rate of 999997 percent so now where is the justification for an emergency use authorization of an untested vaccine when there is no emergency? With a recovery rate of 99%, that's, that's better than the common cold. So where's the emergency? Where's the lethal virus? Now they're talking about variants. Well, according to Dr. Luc Montagnier, many might recognize that name, he won the Nobel Prize as the co-discoverer of HIV back in the day. When Luc Montagnier heard about the vaccine campaign being planned globally, he was outraged. And he said, quite correctly, the worst thing that you could ever do in the middle of a pandemic is to start to inoculate the population with a vaccine. And it doesn't matter whether the vaccine is good or bad. All that you're going to do is to stimulate the virus that's already in the population to mutate. And it will mutate in the direction of greater lethality. In other words, gain of function. He points out the obvious fact that anybody that knows the first thing about viral pandemics, viruses always peter out. So by the time they started the vaccine campaign in this country, I'm I'm sorry, not not at the time that they started, but but by the time that they started introducing these um, incentives, we'll give you a donut, we'll give you a lottery ticket. And then the incentives got more coercive, where you can't keep your job if you don't get the jab, or you can't come to school if you don't get the jab, or you can't play in the NFL, or you can't go to the Olympics. You can't come on the airplane if you haven't got the jab. So at a certain point, you see, we reached herd immunity. When the president announced 150 million Americans had received at least one shot and another 100 million had already achieved natural immunity. Well, that's herd immunity for the whole country. Who needs a vaccine? Let me clear up another point, which leads to a second point. It's not a vaccine, is it? According to Pfizer's CEO, this is an operating system such as you would put in a computer. It's not a vaccine. look at the history of pfizer in moderna when have they ever produced a vaccine in the whole history of their existence when have they ever produced a vaccine and then if you look in the history of pfizer you will see that the pfizer corporation is the most criminal corporation in the history of america now you think of all the bad corporations the criminal corporations in america and pfizer is the number one criminal corporation? They have been fined more than two billion dollars in criminal uh, liability. What were the crimes that they committed? Falsifying research data, bribing doctors, all kinds of criminal activity. So, what do, does what is Pfizer and Moderna? What is their business if they never made a vaccine before? And all of a sudden, at the announcement of Anthony Fauci, of Moderna, and Pfizer at the head of the vaccine line, and they never made vaccine the first. Well, they were in the chemotherapy business. So when the oncologist says that you have widespread cancer and we're going to put you on a chemotherapy regime, who do you think makes those poisonous drugs? Moderna and Pfizer. So now, if you look at the patent on the Pfizer operating system, misnamed the vaccine, it's actually gene therapy. What do they say? That this RNA. the last time I was on your show, I was just saying mRNA. No, no, it's mRNA, it's a modified messenger RNA. And it's a delivery system according to Pfizer's patent application. It's a delivery system for vaccines. It's a delivery system for chemotherapy agents. It's a delivery system for any drug that they decide. Now, what have they decided at this point? They have decided to use lipid nanoparticles into which they have inserted this double mRNA, which codes for an alien protein nicknamed the spike protein, because that's what it looks like. And so the vaccinated person, so called vaccinated person who receives the gene therapy shot, they uh, receive with every shot, listen to the math now, 1.3 trillion of these double mRNA operating system injected into their bodies so that 1.3 trillion of their body cells are now infected with this double mRNA that takes over the machinery of the cell and causes 1.3 trillion of your cells to start manufacturing the spike protein so what is the spike protein well that's the poison that makes everybody sick Last year, when everybody was worried about the virus, the virus was just a carrying system to get the spike protein into some people. Now you don't need a virus. You got the shot. The shot causes your body to be a spike protein manufacturing plant. And so now the spike protein is spilling out of 1.3 trillion cells with each jab. And then that spike protein is in the bloodstream where now it attaches to the ACE2 receptor, which, which are in the endothelium. <clears throat> For those who don't know, the endothelium are the cells that line blood vessels. And so that's where the ACE2 receptor is found on the surface of those endothelial cells. So the spike protein attaches to the ACE2 receptor and causes inflammation. Now, we're talking about blood vessels, not the big blood vessels necessarily. It is some of the big blood vessels, but primarily it's the capillary bed, the microscopic blood vessels that feed the body cells in the brain, in the heart, in the kidneys, in the liver. Recent autopsies show that they lied when they said that the mRNA stays at the injection site. Autopsies showed that the mRNA spreads throughout the entire body within two days Mm. and is found in every single organ of the body from the brain to the bone marrow. So once again, they lie like they always do. And so the the spike protein causes inflammation and with the nanoparticles migrating into the brain tissue, then you get a form of Spongiform encephalopathy, otherwise known as Kruzfeld Jakub disease, commonly referred to as mad cow disease. It which, which basically is a destruction of brain tissue. So now an interesting thing, uh, uh, when I listen to a video of the president, Mr. Biden, on CNN being interviewed by Don Lemon, the man has lost his mind. He, he could not create a coherent sentence. From a clinical point of view, he, he was engaging in what is called a, a word salad. This is called schizophasia. It's, it's a sign sometimes of schizophrenia. But I think in Mr. Biden's case, it's probably a combination of advanced senile dementia, but also the side effects of the two shots that he received. And so I want to just wind up on this note. Everybody paid attention to the assassination of the president of Haiti. Mm -hmm. What about the the assassination of the president of the United States with a deadly uh, shot that destroys brain tissue? In Israel, for example, uh, 84% of the population has been vaccinated. Now they're reporting that 84% of the sicknesses and deaths and hospitalizations in 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 Israel are among the vaccinated people.
1: I saw that. So
9: now, so now if 84% of the people are vaccinated and 84% of the sickness and death are among the vaccinated, then that's solid proof. Using a whole country as your control group, that's solid proof that the vaccine doesn't work. So why is it being administered? Even though the death toll from the vaccine alone far exceeds the death toll from the virus. So um, we have the Pax Immune so we don't have to worry about any virus, whether it's a variant or not. The vaccination process is producing the variant. The Delta, proce- the Vel- the Delta variant comes from the vaccination process itself. It's the virus's response to the vaccine. That's why you should never do a vaccine uh, campaign in the middle of a pandemic. All you're going to do is get more and more variants. So when they administer the next shot, you're going to get another variant and it's going to be called Epsilon. They're just going down the Greek alphabet, just like with hurricanes during the hurricane season. They just go down the alphabet. Every time they administer another shot to the population, approximately uh, two months, 60 days or 60 to 90 days after uh, they administer that shot, you're going to see the, a widespread of a new variant. And what are they going to do? They're going to say the variant is breaking through the vaccine and they're going to blame the whole thing on the unvaccinated people. Yes. They're going to say that the unvaccinated person is is infected with a virus that the vaccinated person is supposed to be protected against. I mean, if you just look at this logic, you see the insanity of it. Yes. And so that's why we have to step back from the insanity and look at the actual facts and then go from there. We should listen to everybody, but think for ourselves. But at a certain point, when you recognize that you're listening to insane people, then you, just, you should stop listening to their insanity lest it drive you insane. Somebody said it, I think it may have been Shakespeare, whom the gods would destroy, they first make mad. And then we have the prophetic picture of the king of Babylon, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, driven mad before the destruction of ancient Babylon. And so when we look in the vacant eyes of uh, Lunch Bucket Joe from Scranton, We see a man that has lost his mind, that has lost his sanity, and somebody needs to invoke the 25th Amendment because he's incapacitated and unfit to serve in office. But then on second thought, if you invoke the 25th Amendment to get rid of Biden, then who's going to replace him besides Kamala Harris? And again, what are you dealing with? You're dealing with insanity. You're dealing with someone who is also fully vaccinated and will soon be suffering from the same symptom that the s protein produces in other people as well around the world and so i would just say this that the pax immune will save us from any virus that comes down the pack that down the pike but we're doing research on how to handle the s protein which is a self-spreading vaccine vaccinated people spread the vaccine to unvaccinated people through the air, skin contact, and through body fluid. Vaccinated mothers are killing their babies through breastfeeding. The S-protein kills the baby. Uh, vaccinated pregnant women are experiencing uh, uh, a high rate, I mean, over 70% miscarriage rate when they get vaccinated In the first trimester of pregnancy it kills almost every fetus you see so this uh vaccine is not a vaccine it's a sterilizing agent it kills babies it kills them in the womb and then it sterilizes children it sterilizes little boys and it sterilizes little girls and so when they recommend vaccination for children what they are actually saying is we are getting ready to deprive you of a future by sterilizing your children and your grandchildren Lady Jane Goodall just this week gave a speech in Davos Switzerland where she said that the plan was afoot to reduce the world's population down to 500 million people the same as it was she said 500 years ago and so i'll stop right there brother um um and but, and there's a lot there's a lot there in what i said and there's a lot more that could be said but let's take some time for questions you know to see if we can clear up some of the clouds of confusion you know that envelops everybody
1: well dr lean before i pass the mic to brother richard and uh get some of the calls involved and you can get involved in this conversation by dialing two one five four nine zero nine eight three two. Let me go back on a couple of things that you stated because I want you to uh just just briefly hammer that home. Uh, you were saying this this variant that's going around this Delta variant is the virus's response to the quote unquote vaccine. Exactly. Okay. In other
9: words it's just like um let's just compare it to cockroaches in somebody's dirty house and you buy some bug spray and it kills almost all of them but now one of them survives and then over generations that becomes a super bug. and no matter how much you spray you can't kill it and so that's what's happening on the viral level that you're you're challenging the virus that's in the population before it dies out. It was going to die out anyhow. It wasn't hardly killing anybody. They fudged all of the numbers, all of the numbers about the death. All of that was fake. It it, it hardly killed anybody. You had to have uh, two to three underlying major conditions before you got into severe trouble with COVID-19. So yes, the, the vaccination process that is producing variants and every time they administer a shot, the next variant will be stronger than the one before. So they're literally killing people with successive shots.
1: And, and the other thing that you had mentioned is, um, cause I, you know, I kind of follow that and follow other media from other countries. And I think it was in the beginning of the year when Israel was touting that they were the most vaccinated nation in the yeah. world. Because they had, they got all three of the ones that the the United States was putting out. The United States and Europe, and I think they purchased some vaccine also from Russia. So they, they, their, their population uh, was almost virtually vaccinated. And you mentioned eighty four percent, eighty four percent, eighty four percent. But now we see reports that it's uh, like you said, it's it's breaking out again in Israel. So if the population was vaccinated, how is it breaking out? I mean, those are things that our people can consider when they're hearing these stories.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, there's a lot of misinformation here. Okay. let me ask a rhetorical question. Whoever said that a vaccine prevents anything. (laughs) If you just look up the, the, the science of vaccination, nobody ever claimed that any vaccine ever prevented any disease because they don't. Who gets measles nowadays except children that were vaccinated with the measles vaccine? Who, who gets a whooping cough except children that got that vaccine? It's the vaccines that cause disease. When you actually stand back and look at what happens, vaccines never prevented disease. Vaccines always start epidemics. How did WHO start the AIDS epidemic in Africa? Wasn't it through the administration of 300,000 doses of a contaminated hepatitis B vaccine and experimental hepatitis B vaccine? Isn't that how the AIDS epidemic got started among the gay people in Greenwich Village and in San Francisco? Weren't they made guinea pigs of by enrolling them in an experimental hepatitis B vaccine trial that was contaminated with HIV? then everybody started to say that aids is a gay disease. The same thing was done to the people in Haiti. They were given an, ex- an experimental vaccine. I made a mistake earlier, the vaccine that was contaminated in Africa was smallpox. The 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 one for hepatitis was used in the gay population and the prison population in the United States and also in Haiti and Zaire. So vaccines have never stop disease. Vaccines have always been used to start epidemics. We have to study the lessons of history and stop going along with the propaganda. That's why we have to turn off the TV set. They tell so many lies.
1: Richard. You
5: know, I I hear you, Dr. Halim, and and my my uh, I kind of wanted to fall on the other side for your you know your input and reinforce where where we are because when this started they made it clear that black people had a public health this would this was exacerbating the point that black people in general um had a public health problem right and in that public health problem was because of our diet prim- primarily um, and and I wanted to know do you think that um, as this, have you seen any indication since, since the virus and now this um, mutation, are we more um, moving towards um, dealing with a healthy, a healthy diet as a means of medicine or promoting a better health? I mean, you know, because there's another thing that's coming up in relationship to us not taking the virus in the numbers that they wanted us. But I'm wondering, are we really getting the message that we should be eating and and, and taking better care of ourselves as in general from your vantage point over these last 18 months?
9: Well, uh, again, you see, you have to look at history. Yes, 18 months ago, in classic fashion, the perpetrators of a crime of genocide against uh an entire people naturally would blame the victims and say it's their fault. The reason why they're dying is because it's their fault. It has nothing to do with what we're doing. No, they eat, they eat a junk diet, and that's why they're dying. So these so-called underlying health disparities between black and white, what's the history of that? We'll go back to 1912 when John D. Rockefeller uh, funded a uh, a commission called the Flexner Commission. At that time, in 1912, we had 13 black medical schools and dozens of black nursing schools that were turning out professionals that took care of the black community because for the most part during those years, we were barred from white hospitals and clinics and healthcare facilities. But we had 13 medical colleges. We had countless nursing school but john d rockefeller wanted to convert everything into petroleum-based drugs so with the flexner commission he convinced congress to shut down 11 out of 13 black medical schools so now when you cut off the supply of doctors and dentists and pharmacists and you start shutting down the nursing schools So there's no there's there's no nursing career for black girls coming out of high school. There's no career in medicine uh, for young black men and women coming out of college into the professional ranks because you shut down the schools. And then with the white schools discriminated against any black candidates that applied for entrance into medical school or dental school or pharmacy school. And then someone wonders why there are health disparities after you have cut off the professional class that would have been there to see to it that there were no health disparities. And so we have to look at history and understand that the present circumstances that we are in is a planned circumstance. It's not the way the cookie crumbled. It's not our fault necessarily yes we should take some responsibility to do what the honorable Elijah Muhammad told us to do long ago he said get your mouth out of the white man's kitchen before you have it to do so now our mouth is in the white man's kitchen now look at this brother that's a good question you have look at this wasn't it about three months ago that um what was it called the colonial pipeline got hacked and shut down which cut off 40% of the energy supplied to america <laughs> and then they paid the ransom and the energy got cut back on they said then right after that all the meat packing plants got hacked and shut down for about 5 or 6 days not just in america but all over the world and so then right after the meat packing plants got back open and meat started getting back on the shelves, people discovered that the meat had been vaccinated, that the meat was magnetic, the chicken was magnetic, the beef was magnetic, the pork was magnetic. So what was the shutdown really all about? The shutdown was to vaccinate the livestock, livestock to vaccinate the, the, the cattle herd, the swine herd, the flocks of chickens and turkeys. See, this is the scheme to get around the anti vaxxers, the people who are displaying what is called vaccine hesitancy. So, we'll get you at the supermarket, we'll get you at the fast food place. I just saw an article today KFC is now printing meat. Yes, you heard me right now when you go and buy kfc because they don't call it chicken anymore now remember it's just called kfc (laughs) that's a formula They don't call it chicken they used to call it chicken back in the day when it really was chicken they called it chicken but now it's no longer chicken it's just kfc and now it's being printed bill gates says that everybody should be eating artificial meat so now we can say to people that they should eat better But what what is the actual reality, Brother Richard? The the actual reality is famine is knocking at the door. People will will be lucky to eat anything. The the harvest last year was only 30% of normal due to the floods and the adverse weather events that took place in the temperate zones all over the world. Russia had a booming harvest. The Ukraine had a devastated harvest. Then the locusts came uh, in East Africa. The locusts even came to America and the grasshoppers are eating up the crop in the West. As we speak, a great drought has overcome America. All of the cattle herds that died in the flood and the ones that could be salvaged have already been slaughtered and delivered to market. And so famine is stalking the land. And so there won't be a whole lot of food in a little while for a whole lot of people. And many people right now are going hungry. And they're not worried about what they eat. They're worried that they can not eat. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the time would come that we would be so hungry that we would be looking at fat little babies and eating them. And some people are questioning, why are they letting these fat little Mexican boys and girls across the border? And then they disappear into nowhere land. What's happening to those fat little Mexicans and Guatemalans and others that they're letting into? The, are they eating them like in Soylent Green?
10: Mm. People you know,
9: say this not be true. Well, well, you better think again.
5: And, and the reason why I asked that, but, you know, mm-hmm. frame that for you to, to expand on it, um, Dr. Lemus, because I want us to be able to look at, and you gave us a uh, prescription, right? that we should be pushing for more medical schools. We should be pushing for more medical practitioners that would be closer to us. That should be yeah. what we'll be pushing. And and because of this pandemic and because of what we're seeing happening with this um, virus, and also based off of what you are saying, and I'm just, I wanted to, you know, push these forward because the Time for Awakening audience know, need to know that we need to be the ones that's advocating that because the Black farmers should be the ones we should be pushing for them to be producing crops when we're hearing they're, they're not getting that they were demanding because these other farmers are uh, white farmers are preventing them to get the money that was being allocated. So, so out of this comes, you know, our political strategy that relates yeah. to our health um, more than just saying, listening to them, as you say, listening to the television, telling us to be afraid of the virus and take the shot. Right, I mean that's 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 one of
9: the things that fear born with a bullhorn, right? And it creates a hysteria in the population, and it drives them like dumb cattle to their own destruction.
5: I mean, of course.
9: now, 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 let me just finish this point. You see, we are all even so on the air. I'm hearing a lot of background noise. No,
1: no, no. You're all right. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
9: Even even in this conversation, we are slightly off point because what is the real point? We're talking about a non-vaccine as though it is a vaccine. We're talking about all the side effects. We're talking about this, that, and the other detail when in fact the actual agenda is depopulation. Someone is actually trying to kill all of us right now, actively, and the means for doing it is right in our face. So sometimes we're, we're like we're in this state of what I call agitated denial, where we're collecting more and more information as though you don't already know enough to know that this is a diabolical plot, plot that is designed to reduce the world's population from 7 billion people down to 500 million. And how do you know? How do I know? Because Bill Gates said that's what they were doing. George Soros said that's what they were doing. The Rockefellers, the Rothschild, they all said that's what they were doing. The Bushes said that's what they were doing. Kissinger said that's what they were doing. Why don't we believe them? Why do we pretend that this is some kind of a high school debate where we're debating facts back and forth and we think that we scored a point when we find out that uh, Anthony Fauci told a lie. You didn't score any point because he's still killing you. He's still killing your grandmother. He's still killing your children. You're debating. We're we're on social media debating back and forth, uh, uh, exposing these lies that are being told. Meanwhile, they're killing your grandmother. They're killing your family. They're killing your church members. They're killing your mosque members. They won't even allow you to go on Hajj. You can't even go on pilgrimage. They have shut down Islam. They have shut down Christianity. When when will people just wake up and realize that this is a, a satanic, diabolical plot against life itself? And it's far advanced. And we're coming up with strategies that would have been good strategies 20 years ago. Like they used to say in the mosque when I was coming up. They used to say it like this, yeah, prayer's all right at prayer meeting, but it ain't worth a doggone at bear meeting. So we're, we're far into a bear meeting where the bear is pounding in the door. Biden said he's gonna send the military to your door to see to it that you get vaccinated because he's under a quota. Don't you know that he has to deliver a certain number of lives to his master? His master ain't playing with him. So
10: he ain't
5: playing with you. And, and, and the other question I have, I mean, my final question in relationship to last time, I think the last two times you were with us, you were, um, and you have to clarify if I have it wrong, um, <laughs> pulling together a bunch of doctor uh, doctors to review, um, uh, what's that? Uh, in PAX, Pax immune, or at least look over, and do the um, testing or the discussion, and and I and I want to tie that to Tuskegee because it was a, I'm confused uh, rather whether the Tuskegee was involved, the, the the community at Tuskegee was actually involved to do be a part of it or not, and I wanted to know if if this is any um, the institution is any any closer to looking over um, uh, alternatives other than the uh, vaccines that's being promoted by the, um, the government itself?
9: Okay, well, that's a very good question. That's a vital question. I'll try to be as brief as possible to answer it. Number one, the Your Immunity Project um, has, has already completed the first phase of a clinical trial. Uh, we had a certain enrollment goal, and we doubled it. There's a lot of excitement and interest in the community. When you explain to people uh, how how they can participate in doing some real science to get real answers that you can believe in, you see people enroll. So we we already have com- we closed out the first phase June the twenty second, uh, and it's an observational trial looking at what happens when people take the Paximum, the alpha interferon, and of course we know from testimonials uh, that by and large the results have been fantastic. So we're going to begin the second phase in a little while. The website for that is yourimmunityproject.org. And because of the problem of the self-spreading vaccine, the shedding vaccine, the spike protein problem, we have 150 million people vaccinated. They are spewing spike protein out into the atmosphere. uh, It's exuding from their skin, all their body fluids are producing the spike protein. And we also have evidence that they are also uh, exhaling the uh, nano, the lipid nanoparticles that contain the MMRNA. And so that's a double threat, not just the spike protein, but also the double mRNA It's airborne. And 150 million people breathing the same air as everybody else creates a problem for everybody else. So the second phase of the clinical trial is to take a look at that. What happens w- with vaccinated people and what happens with unvaccinated people, and we've developed an anti-spike protein protocol. That's on my website. My website address is dralim.com. You have to spell the word doctor all the way out. So DrAleem.com, you can order PaxImmune there, uh, but also if you're ordering the spike protein protocol because you have been vaccinated or you have been exposed to people who have been vaccinated, well, then you should use the spike protein protocol, but please also enroll in the clinical trial so we can follow your progress uh, and learn from it. See, everybody who got vaccinated didn't do it willingly necessarily, uh, and now they regret it. And so we're trying to find how do you get out of this And how do you prevent yourself? If you've been vaccinated, do you really want to hug your grandbaby? Do you really want to do that and possibly spread the vaccine to them and sterilize your little granddaughter or your little grandson? Do you really want to do that? And so you you have to think long and hard because the game has changed and you cannot any longer live life the way you're used to living it. s protein might stand for the protein of separation because if you are in the vicinity of the vaccinated people then you're actually going to become contaminated and poisoned with the same spike protein that's making them sick and you will have the same symptoms that they have i notice on television my mom watches the news all the time and all the commercials are about drugs and treatment all of the symptoms that people are getting from being vaccinated. I mean, it was just amazing to me. I was just listening to commercial after commercial. And it's all about handling all of the symptoms that people are now getting because they took the vaccine. all about pain and headaches and all kinds of issues that are brought about by the vaccination campaign. So we are doing the clinical trial, brother, and we're inviting people to join it. And now Tuskegee, I think when I was on the program before I mentioned event 201 that was held at Johns Hopkins in October of 2019 which was a war game simulation of what would happen if a weaponized coronavirus were to be released into the world as it was a few months later but also at the same time in October of 2019 While they were doing the simulation at Johns Hopkins of a coronavirus outbreak, there was a viral outbreak on Tuskegee's campus, and over the course of two or three months, 400 to 500 students at Tuskegee University were suddenly stricken ill with high fevers, body aches, and all kinds of uh, respiratory symptoms, cough a heavy mucus production at the same time that Bill Gates was conducting the event 201 at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore now please remind yourself of the lessons of history the infamous tuskegee experiment was piloted in Baltimore by Johns Hopkins before they took the experiment into Alabama they first did it as a pilot in Baltimore Johns Hopkins was always the manager of the Tuskegee experiment. And so now they've done it again, right in our faces. How do I know that what I'm saying is true? Because the medical director at Tuskegee University, Dr. Darnita Muhammad, she has been fighting uh, almost alone against what they're doing to the college campuses. So Tuskegee has been bought off. They received 40 million dollars. Harry has been bought off. They got $40 million. Howard has been bought off. They got millions and millions of dollars. All of the historically black colleges and universities have been bought off. When you heard that they were uh, generating all of these funds to fight the virus, a whole bunch of that money went to historically black colleges and universities, and they set up a genetics laboratory at Tuskegee. They took the original... George Washington Carver uh, Laboratory, and they have converted it into a state-of-the-art modern genetics testing laboratory. And they are subjecting the students at Tuskegee like they're not like they're human guinea pigs. They're treating them like human guinea pigs, pulling them literally out of class in the middle of the day and taking them for genetic testing uh, in these laboratory facilities that they have set up. And so it's late in the day. It's no time really for teaching. It's for those who understand to do what is necessary to save ourselves and to save those who are willing to listen uh, to the truth in this great time of trouble. So that's a great question, brother. There's so much in that and there's so much more we could say, you know, but, you know, we don't have that much time. And
5: thank you.
1: Let me uh, let me take uh, before we go to break. Let me take a couple of these calls. Let's go to 404 in Atlanta. 404, 404.
11: Hey, peace and blessing, yeah. Yeah, y'all hear me, Elliot? Peace yes. and blessing. Y'all hear me?
1: Yes. Okay,
11: God. perfect example. Check this out, man. Perfect example. Hey, check this out. I got a text, man, from a 855 number saying thousands of my neighbors took the vaccine. Why haven't I taken it yet, man? Okay, mm-hmm. what the heck is that, man?
9: And,
11: and well, then, <laughs> go ahead, Doc.
9: No, no, go, and, go, 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 go
11: ahead. Yeah, yeah. Ahead. And then, uh, I was talking to a brother. He said he took took two vaccines. He said the health department of the Cap County came to his house and gave him two shots, man. And he didn't even know which shot he took. He had to show me. He showed me his receipts that uh, uh, uh that he took the Moderna. He didn't even know what he could tell me, what he took. And he was right. proud of it, Doc. But check this out, yeah. Doc, uh, uh, yeah, I, I tried to order something, man, you know, and you said I talked you on another show, and you say, uh, y'all had uh, something going on, like a recall, and you're gonna start back ordering soon, so I, I wanted to just explain that to the family, explain to the family what's the current status, because I, I wanna order something, man. And I, I, okay. I, I put myself on mute.
9: Okay, all right, thank you for those questions. So let me deal with the Pax Immune recall. Yes, there was a voluntary recall of a certain lot of the Pax Immune. Uh, So that's actually pretty much uh, resolved. And if you've got that lot number, you already know about it. Uh, And the replacement uh, for that recall is on the way in about two weeks. Uh, So that's that. that. Now, the, the reason for social distancing, to get back to your first question, Did you get a text. How did they know that you have not been vaccinated but your neighbors have? Well, see, uh, they have these scanning satellites and even drones overhead. The people who have been vaccinated pick, uh, uh, the people who have been vaccinated have received electronics. Dr. Charles Lieber, the chairman of molecular biology at Harvard University He was the one that developed nano-sized transistors. So nano-sized transistors go with every injection. And those nano-sized transistors, they're just like nano-sized cell phones. They both transmit and receive signals. So you have overhead satellites and drones and then scans on the ground, just like at the airport, those magnetic scans the people who get vaccinated notice they're they're now magnetic. Not just the meat at the supermarket, it's the people. They're magnetic. So they have these scans placed all over the place and overhead sur- surveillance drones. And so they can tell the people who are vaccinated because they're giving out a radio signal. The unvaccinated people aren't giving out a signal. So they'll send a drone over a neighborhood and they can they can they'll get a ping from everybody that's vaccinated, and they'll see oh here's a dead zone. Somebody that lives in that house is not vaccinated. There's no signal. But that's why they have to have you stand six feet apart because the uh, the scanner can't pick up people closer than six feet. That had nothing to do with preventing the spread of the virus, and certainly it has nothing to do was preventing the spread of the spike protein, which is much smaller than the virus ever was. And and so that's what that's all about. So um, people who are vaccinated show up um, on Bluetooth devices. There's a famous video that went viral. A man got the AstraZeneca shot. And uh, every time he walks by a Bluetooth device, he shows up on the screen, his name, And there's a code number and uh, some kind of serial numbers. The code number has his name encoded in it, some kind of way. And then it has AstraZeneca. And this raises an interesting point that was settled by the Supreme Court. If AstraZeneca can prove that they changed your genetics, that you're genetically modified, then you have become their intellectual property. And this was proven years ago in Supreme Court cases that if, if they can prove that they have altered genetics, then you are no longer a product of nature or we would say the creation of God. Now you are a product of AstraZeneca or Moderna. So really what the race with these vaccines, you know, this campaign that everybody this after everybody to get vaccinated, it's a campaign of electronic branding. They want to see Who's going to brand the the most number of people, the highest number of people that will have their brand. And it will be an electronic brand and it will be tied to digital electronic, pardon me, to a digital wallet. We're we're getting to a cashless, (coughs) excuse me, excuse me. We're getting to a cashless economic system and so this is what some people would call the mark of the beast, that unless you have these electronic components embedded into the very tissues of your body, you will not be able to buy and sell or trade. And you may be denied entry into schools, hospitals, into public spaces, boarding events, uh, transportation, all kinds of things, because they'll just scan you and say, hey, we, you're not showing a pink. And then each each vaccine will have a different signal so they'll know if your vaccine is up to date because they plan on giving you one uh every ninety days.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, let's let's go to uh Philadelphia two one five eight eight eight. Are you there? Philadelphia two one five eight eight eight. Question or no comment for our guests. Let's go to Philadelphia again. Uh, are you there? Let's go to 267.
12: 267?
9: Two, uh, y- yes, sir. Salam so, well, Salam oh. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I
11: just had two quick questions. But it, like you said, you know, Elijah Muhammad, he taught us that the white man is our natural born enemy so uh, um you you wouldn't find a, a a mouse trusting a cat with a needle, but my my question is you you were saying that um for people that mistakenly took the vaccination, there's something that uh, they can use as a like a detox or something uh yes um yes now you you're, you're right a
9: mouse would not accept medical advice from a cat. <laughs> that would just stupid. <laughs> so now, uh, some people would say that what is taking place all over the world, because, see, this is not a local Philadelphia thing. This is not a national American thing. This is global. This is taking place all over the world. People are rioting in Germany, in France, in Spain, in South Africa, in Hong Kong all over the world, in Australia, in the streets, in Brazil, rioting over the lockdown, over the mess that this thing has made of everybody's life. But now if you look uh, uh, in scripture, you see in in the Genesis Bible, there's enmity between uh, the seed of a serpent that deceived Adam and Eve, and the seed of the woman and the honorable elijah muhammad said the the woman represents the messengers of god and so the seed of the messengers of god are at enmity with the seed of the serpent people and at the end of the bible and revelations that little serpent has grown into a great red dragon and there's the woman standing with her child who is to rule with the rod of iron, but the dragon is there to destroy him before that can happen. And so that paints the present scene. If this is Armageddon, it would make only good logic for the war of Armageddon to be biological. Mm. Look at Yakub. See, people laughed at the Anabay Elijah Muhammad when he was talking about genetic engineering by a scientist from our nation by the name of Yakub, And experimenting with the genetics, he divided it into a brown germ and a a black germ. And from the brown germ, he grafted what we now call a, a, a race of people that call themselves white. Well, now there's enmity between the two germs. And so now we have an injection that they call a vaccine that actually, actually destroys the original genetics of the original people. Mm. It destroys your RNA and your DNA. Well, where did you get your DNA, your deoxyribonucleic acid that's at the center of every cell of your body? Where did you inherit that from? You got it from your parents and where did they get it from? From their parents. And ultimately, where did it come from? Oh, that came from God. And so the DNA is your connection to God. And now here comes an enemy who is attacking you, attacking your genetic seed to destroy that connection, to make you unacceptable. To God, who is the father of us all. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that's a very important question. Look what they did. They jammed a nasal swab up your nose. Into the ethmoid sinus. Look it up in a anatomy book. Went right up into the ethmoid sinus. Up against the cribriform plate which is like the veil that covers the Holy of Holies, because on the other side of that cribriform plate, which is a very thin plate of bone, almost like a veil, on the other side of that thin veil of bone is the Holy Trinity, the hypothalamus gland, the pituitary gland, and on top of those two, you have the pineal gland, and they ram a nasal swab up your nose into the cribriform plate inserting mm. electronics electronic uh, 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 inserting electronic fibers that wiggle their way into the brain matter into the hypothalamus into the pituitary into the pineal gland destroying your spiritual connection mm. and then with those magnetic nanoparticles they call them spionics, super, paramagnetic, iron oxide, nanoparticle.
1: Dr. Lee? We put on
9: earphones and then we blast a, a signal into the very center of our brain and destroy our autonomic nervous system, our hormonal system, and our spiritual connection to god so the bible says fear not the one who can destroy the body alone fear the one who can kill the body and the soul so that's what we're looking at the armor the the the, the logic of armageddon is biological the biological war thanks
1: for your contribution brother but thank you right Let's go to uh, 203, Sanford, Connecticut, 203. Let's put them back on hold. Maybe they stepped away. Uh, let's try 267 again. 267? 267. 267, can you hear me? What we are we going to do? We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, We'll continue the conversation. You can get involved, too, by dialing 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. We're in conversation with medical and holistic doctor and director of the Abundant Life Clinic in Washington, D.C. Dr. Lee Mohammed is joining us in conversation. And, again, you can get involved by dialing 215-490-9832. Time for an awakening. We'll be right back.
2: Listening to Time for an Awakening. Time, Time for an awakening. awakening with host Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: RG Electrical Inspections provides electrical inspections for realtors, licensed electricians, and homeowners. Licensed and insured underwriter. Serving Philadelphia and surrounding area. Call today,
2: 484-268-9837. Escape the digital plantation. Abib2Me.com, abib 2 mestore are here for you. You are ready to be free. To join your global commit to you Black family, to join your interconnected commit to you Black communities, escape the digital plantation now at bbtoomee.com, at bbtoomee.tv, at We are here for you. Escape the digital plantation.
13: This problem needs to be solved and we can't keep relegating it to generation after generation because a few of us got a little money, a few of us got positions, a few of us have wealth while the masses of our people are going steadily down. No one man can rise above the condition of his people. See? brother said, responsibility. Is it, is it that we should let them take responsibility to do for us or should we pool the knowledge that's at the table, the power that's in our community, the wealth that's in our community to change the harsh reality of black life in America. We have to to do the job of fulfilling the black agenda. Thank you.
8: have a message to the black man because the black man today is a man who has been made now almost into a laughing stock nobody takes the black man serious we are just used to be somebody's tool we are the sportsmen we are the singers and the dancers and we're also labeled as the pimps and the criminals and the drug dealers, and the killers, and the vagabonds of society. We're the bogeymen of British society and other Western systems. And we want to dispel that lie and destroy those myths and put the black man back on the map where we belong. Who is the black man? The black man is the original man. If it wasn't for the black man, no other men could be on this planet. We are the fathers of humanity. We gave birth to all of you.
0: We are the watchmen on the wall. You are too. You watch with a political eye. We watch from a spiritual eye. But we're supposed to be the watchmen for the people that vote for us. The sad thing is the people vote. They don't give you the money to run your campaigns. So here come big business.
2: How are you?
1: How are you, Judge? How are you, (laughs) Alderman?
0: How are you, Congressman? How are you? How are you, Reverend? (laughs) What can I do for you today, Reverend? You can't do nothing for me. See, that's what we got to be careful of. We got to be
13: careful of who we bow down to. You see, when you get in your congregation and you talk this Jesus, this powerful Jesus, that's sitting at the right hand of the Father
0: with all power in his hand, then you go with your hat in your hand to the Uh governor, to the mayor, to the president, begging for some crumbs. You have sold your God cheap, And you make the white man downtown. Disrespect all
2: of us. Yeah. Time for an awakening is a proud part of the Black Talk Radio Network the number one independent black digital and podcasting platform.
1: Welcome back to Time for an Awakening, and we're in conversation this Friday evening with medical and holistic doctor and director of the Abundant Life Clinic in Washington, D.C. Dr. Ali Muhammad is with us. All questions that you might have in relation to this coronavirus, this uh, quote-unquote new variant, any questions, comments that you have, give us a call at 215-490-9832. That's 215-490-9832. We have some calls on hold. Uh, I would like you to get involved in the conversation as much as going on out here. I know you got questions or comments. So when I come to you, please uh, ask a question, give a comment, say something. Don't just leave the line vacant. Let's go to Sean in Ohio. How you
3: doing?
4: How are you? Um,
3: I'm doing good. Um, I got a question for your guest. Um, kind of a, a comment and a question for him. Um, I mean, overpopulation. I mean, you know about um Thomas Malthus, right, uh, Dr. Ali? Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say that, say, that, say that again, yeah, Dr. Aleem.
9: The knowledge of overpopulation to justify the genocide that was being carried out by the British Empire.
1: Yeah, I mean...
3: I mean, I think that sometimes some of those numbers make it seem like if you if you if you've seen some of these charts, it'll be like, you know, all throughout history has been like a low number of people. And then all of a sudden in the eighteen hundreds, it's just like, you know, three million people Where are all these people coming from. And actually, I think a lot of those numbers that, you know, white people are produced to suggest that there's too much population in the world, you know, has to come from a result of white people seeing other peoples around the world. You know, I know that overpopulation is bogus and it's just a front to do like um, nefarious stuff against people. You know, overpopulation, what do you mean it's too many people? You know what I'm saying? Um, Thank you for your insight, sir. And, um, you know, I'm going to continue to listen.
9: Yeah, well, that's a very good point that you're making. You see, and it gets back to, I think, a previous uh, answer that I gave uh, enmity between the seed of the serpent and enmity enmity between the seed of the woman, as written in Genesis, refers to the enmity between the two natures. So when we get to the uh, making of the grafted people that call themselves white, the so-called white race, Caucasian people, the grafting process was a process of murder. They could not be grafted unless they killed the black baby and then the brown ones and increasingly uh, got to a stage of pure white. So you only arrived at that grafted stage through a process of continuous mass murder. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that this a race of people were created with the intention to murder the black man. And in fact, they uh, are predicted to murder 100,000 of our people for every year that they are on our planet. And they were they were given 6,000 years to be on our planet to kill 100,000 per year. And so this is what they are doing. And so this is something that people who don't understand The difference between the two natures of people who think everybody and everything is the same. Well, these are the people who get misled by the deceiver who is actually trying to kill you. Now, some people say they read it in the Bible you cannot fathom the depth of Satan. Well, who wrote that statement? (laughs) Satan did. He wants you to think that he's so heavy that you can't understand what he's doing. But in fact, we do understand what you're doing. You're trying to kill all of us and everything, and in, and it is a part of your diabolical nature that when you have killed everything, everybody and everything, you're gonna kill yourself. And, and so the God of creation, the Lord of life, the master of history, Is not going to let that happen. But if we allow ourselves to be deceived, then we can go along with him when he goes out. And so that's what you see. The minister said just about a year ago, he said, don't take the vaccine. So when we look at the statistics given out by the CDC, we see that 30% of black people are vaccinated. 70% are not. Well, if you look at those percentages, The uh, people who listened to Yaku 6,600 years ago, these were the 30% dissatisfied from which he was able to graft the devil. And so we have the 30% today. They won't listen to the guidance of the man of God. They heard what he said and they decided to go the other way. And that's that original 30% dissatisfied. And then there's the 75% who are satisfied and who will listen and who will obey and who will submit. And those are the ones who will survive this Holocaust.
1: Sean, thank you for your contribution. Let's go to two, six, seven, again, two, six, seven.
12: Hey, uh, good evening. Uh, and I want to say good evening to uh, Dr. Liam. I'm glad he's on because I do have a couple of questions for him. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dr. Liam, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, had a doctor's visit today, and I noticed with my doctor, he's constantly asking me about taking that vaccination. And I told him straight up, I said, Doc, look, let me tell you something. The FDA hasn't even approved it yet. It's only approved for emergency use. He said, well, what do you think we're in? We're in an emergency. I said, no, we're not. You know, I said, the thing about it, it's an emergency out of television. but And we got in a little heated debate, and he's an MD. But I told him, I said, I'm not taking it. He said, well, I just think that's a bad choice. Any MD out here telling you not to take it, they're, they're they they need to look at themselves in the mirror. I said, well, I know a few of them that saying don't take it. So anyway, just saying that, Doctor Link, do MDS get a a reward or some kind of? Because I know these two black doctors we got up here in Philadelphia. One of them just got a big reward for injecting that poison in our people's uh, arms up here. But I'm saying, do they get some kind of incentive or? Or if they fail to get a certain percentage of their patients to take it, they will get some uh, some kind of disciplinary action.
9: Oh yes, I mean those those are those are good questions. So again, what I said earlier, Morehouse got uh, forty million dollars, Tuskegee got forty million dollars. Well, who you think gets that money? They they pay uh-huh. that to, to their staff. And then they brainwash them and they what they call training. And then, of course, the doctor that you went to, he was vaccinated. yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah. At, I could tell. He, he's looking at, at you like you're a danger to him when, in fact, uh, he's more of a danger to you. Not you just know, with the at- advice that he's given out, but the fact that he's shedding every word that he spoke to you, he was spewing spike proteins in your face. Well, he got
12: anger with that, too, because I said, like, the only people I know of in my circle that's actually catching or testing positive are the ones that's vaccinated. I said, those of us that's doing what we do for our immune system, because he's definitely anti-supplement. But I've been going to this guy for 30 years. I'm used to him. But, you know, the thing about it. I said, the only ones I know of that's catching it and spreading it, and I had a customer today that just told me his daughter was fully vaccinated, caught the COVID from her girlfriend that was fully vaccinated, and gave it to his ex-wife because she wasn't vaccinated. I said, well, who's the threat then? It's not the unvaccinated person. It's these people walking around here that's, think they're fully vaccinated when they're still testing positive. I mean, that's just an yeah, oxymoron.
9: Yeah, yeah but, no, but again, again, you have to not use the wrong language. Right. This is not a vaccine. It's not. So so you're having a, a discussion back and forth with the doctor about a vaccine and it's, and it's not a vaccine. So you need to find <laughs> out, does the doctor even know that this is not a vaccine? He he might think that this is the same as the flu shot that he's used to giving people. He might not even know. And the reason he might not even know is that when he opened up the box with the vaccine vial in it, to read the package insert to see what it said, it was blank.
12: (laughs) Well, Dr. Lee, I got another one. I got another one for you that's really going to shock you. And they might not shock you because you Wait. probably know what's coming. Wait.
9: Wait, please. I'm not okay. done I the apologize. Questions. I apologize. All right. So your doctor is relying on television newscasts sure. for his information, just like you. Mm-hmm. Now, the truth of it is every doctor is not as dumb as the one that you seem to um, uh, have encountered uh, what i just recently read is 70 percent of physicians are refusing the vaccine so every okay. doctor is done some some doctors are pretty smart as a matter of fact the majority of them seem to be smart because they're turning down the vaccine they don't want it even though they're being pressured and bribed to take it but they still don't want it so you just have to find a doctor that's not so dumb and brainwashed.
12: I got you. And num and, no, and here's my last one. There's a company right down there outside of DC in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I did a couple of jobs down there. And now they're even a minute. I think they have probably been listening to our conversation, Doctor Leem, or caught, or, or or or. But now they have. They're putting out a prescription nasal spray that FDA is not allowing them to put out because they said the injection will not work against a respiratory disease. So they they've been listening to you, Dr. Lean. And uh I, I couldn't believe when I read the article I sent the I sent it to Elliot, this this company. And but these people that's injecting this garbage in our people's arms. Right now, you know they're, they're such a force; they won't even allow that nasal spray to come out. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's amazing. And uh, Elliot has the information; he'll send it to you. I don't even want to announce who that company well, is. Yeah, that, or
9: wait, wait, but that but that is just a nasal vaccine. That's the same as the nasal swab. That's no good. It's not. Oh, okay.
12: Also, oh, you know what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yes, I
9: know what you're talking about. <laughs>
12: All right. All right. All right, then, uh, brother, I'm just, you know, I'm just listening and I'm calling in because I just, you know, it, it's nothing wrong with preaching to the choir because we got to keep that choir strong. And, uh, you know, and we get enough propaganda that breaks us down through the week. So that's why I appreciate you being on preaching to the choir, brother. Keep us strong. Keep us moving in the right direction. So I just had to call in and uh, and thank you for that.
9: Well, if all I'm doing is preaching to the choir, then this is a
2: lost cause. Well,
12: well you know what? I, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, uh, there might be a few that listen. There might be a few that, you know, but right now, I, 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 you know, and I'm just talking about the circle of folks that I know. Those that believe in that garbage they're getting from TV, are fu- they fully believe in it. And those okay. of us who who and those of us who know it's propaganda, know it's garbage. We're here, man. We're here.
9: So again, I, but again, I see the
12: but line wait, drawn in the sand right now.
9: But wait, see again, you're not using the right language. This is okay. not propaganda. This is not garbage. This is poison the people who (laughs) took the vaccine this is not a debate uh like a political debate the people who got vaccinated will be dead in two years Mm. we're talking about life and my friends you're looking at people who are going to be dead and if you aren't careful about how you interact with them you will be dead along with them in two years according to dr luke Montagnier. remember that the uh Vaccine shots, so-called the kill shots, have a timed release factor. They will begin to release different aspects of poison in different organ systems over months to years, so that people will slowly just drop off one at a time, and nobody will be able to tie it back to a shot that they got six months earlier or nine months earlier. All right, brother, well... Well,
12: thank you for your information. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, hope you prove me wrong that there are others that can like stay away from what the garbage they're hearing from on TV. So, you know, I appreciate you, bro. All right, uh,
1: you
9: take care, man.
1: Thanks for your contribution.
9: Let's See the go. Caller uh, uh, bring, brings up a certain point that I that, that I mentioned before: the agitated denial that you actually don't confront the the, the the raw truth about what is being said. This is a war. This is not rhetoric. This is is not the rhetoric of war. This is kinetic war. People are dying all around you. They are killing presidents. They just tried to murder the, the newly elected president of Mali. They just tried to murder the president of Madagascar. They already killed the president of Tanzania, Burundi. The Ivory Coast. So so we're sitting here talking and debating like this is a high school debate club trying to prove somebody wrong. No, this is about trying to stay alive. According to the Deagle Research Corporation, by by the year 2025, four years from now, they are predicting the American population will be 69 million people. So let that sink in, and then do something besides sitting sitting around collecting information about your impending demise.
1: Let's go to two one five again. Two one five, two one five. Are you there? Two one five four three one. Let's go to.
9: I have to
1: make the last call, brother. Okay. Okay. Let me let me squeeze you. So. These two, uh, two, one, five, two, one, five. Yeah.
7: Yeah, brother Elliot,
5: how yes, you sir. doing?
1: Great.
7: Hey, brother Richard and Dr. Lane. as Dr. Lane.
9: Wow. How you doing?
7: I'm doing fine. i praise Be to Allah. You know, Dr. thank Allah for you because that you come on this sh- on, on Ellen and book you on tonight because you bring forth information. You're like a beacon of light because, you know, we live in a world of darkness right now because you see clearly what's going on. And, you know, what gets me, Dr. Lane, if they could go with top of people's head, they keep on saying the vaccination. Or, or the so-called vaccine, whatever they want to you want to call it, is, that our pe- that people should get. But yet they telling you. But yet you can case after case, and I've been heard I mentioned this to Brother Elliot. I've been hearing case after case over the last couple of weeks that people that got vaccinated or took the so-called vaccination, they still tested positive for, for 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 COVID-19. So I'm saying to myself, well, if this thing is so good, why are people still getting it? You know I mean? <laughs> and then, and, and then of course, like you say, people unfortunately have died from getting the other had healthy athletes like Marvin Hagner, the boxer, and others who took this uh, so-called vaccine, and they passed, and they died. So, I mean, you know, and, and the sad part, when you was talking to, uh, to the brothers a few minutes ago about these Black doctors, they said, some of them are, are, are on the take, some are not. Because, they, like, they, like they in Philadelphia, Dr. Ling, it's so sad to see Black pe- doctors knowing history of what the white man has did to our people through medicine. You know, we can go to Suskegee. Uh, 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 Henrietta Lacks and uh, in other cases and stuff. Why why would you sell yourself so cheap that you would, just for a tickets of gold, sell your people down the drain? Because like they say in the Bible, who is the man to gain the world but lose his soul? So you, you, so you went to medical school, these black physicians here in Philadelphia, and I'm sure around the country, why are you getting on TV and radio um, you know, brow beating your people to take this poison. I mean, it, it just boggles my mind, man. You know, and it's just like, and and and, and they get defensive about it too. I mean, they tell us if you don't get it, you you you, you, you you're you a disgrace or you're you know you're, you you know you you you, you you're, you're committing a crime. I'm like, you know, this this kind of stuff is just dangerous, man. That's why I appreciate you, Dr. Lean, you know, coming on and and and, and trying to you know. Set the record straight, because this stuff is dangerous, man. Like you said to the brother, this at war, man. These people are, are literally trying to kill us, man, by any means necessary. they trying to kill us by any means necessary, man. You know, so I, I appreciate what you're doing. And, and in closing, Dr. Lane, could you... Um, Give that. that uh, I'm gonna them my friend get a website or, or email because with, with, I know a friend of mine who had got the vaccination, so-called vaccine, and he has he had a, a second thought. He regret that he did because I tried to tell him, but after he starts saying that these people dying and getting sick, he he, he wished he wouldn't have took it. So I know you said you got the detox thing with your clinic, so I want to take the, if you Repeat that information. Doctor Lane, I'm gonna you know give it to him so he can get in contact with you. Okay, Doctor
9: Lane. All right, thank you. Well, You're um,
1: thank you for your call.
9: You know, but when, when, when we again examine history, then we're not surprised when history repeats itself. When Yakub started his experiment, he had um, a minister as a laborer, he had a doctor, he had a nurse, and he had a cremator. So now we see all three, all, pardon me, all four of them in play today we see reverend jackson reverend sharpton all of the prominent ministers the only minister that i know of that just came out forthright against vaccination is minister farrakhan where's all the rest of them and then of course you talked about the doctors and the nurses they're all brainwashed they're all on board with the agenda when we talk about the tuskegee experiment It was black doctors and black nurses who actually administered the program. Yes. It wasn't administered by white people. They were running it behind the scenes and they checked in every now and then. But these were people who were brainwashed in an educational system to serve their masters thoughtlessly. They're well educated, but many of them don't know how to think. And so in the present time, you see most of the doctors and nurses, they truly believe in vaccination. They never examined it independently. They never did the research that I've done. When I graduated from medical school, I was promoting vaccines too. It wasn't until I started looking at the real fact that I had to change my mind and say, wait a minute, I was sold a bill of goods as a medical student, completely blindsided, and uh, certain information withheld from me so that I couldn't make proper decisions. And then, of course, these many of these doctors and, and health professionals, they are a part of healthcare care systems now. They are employees of insurance companies. They call them HMO, health plans. And these doctors are employees. These nurses are employees. And they do what they're told. And so they're not allowed to make independent decisions. And they have quotas. So the average doctor that's in a health care plan, he has 2,000 people that's assigned to him. And then they'll have a quota. They'll say, well, doc, you have to have 85% of your people vaccinated uh, over the next six months. And if you meet your quota, then you get a bonus at Christmas time, literally. And if you don't meet your quota, uh, then you get a demerit. And if you collect enough demerits because you didn't meet your quota, and this go- this doesn't just go for vaccines, you have to sell a certain a number of cholesterol, anti-cholesterol drugs, anti-hypertensive drugs, all of the diabetic drugs, the asthma drugs, the COPD drugs. If you're not meeting your your drug quotas as a doctor working for these healthcare plans, somebody's going to come and visit you and see what's up with you, doc. (laughs) You're not believing in this alternative stuff, are you? You haven't been converted into an alternative practitioner, have you? You haven't started thinking that nutrition and not drugs might be a better way to treat people, are you, doc? You haven't become a quack, have you, doc? (laughs) You know, we could pull your license if you're not selling enough drugs in our jurisdiction. You know, you could get into a lot of trouble where you won't be able to get uh, malpractice insurance, Doc. And look at the lifestyle that you're used to. So you better play ball. You better go along with it. And why don't you roll up your sleeve while we're at it, Doc, so you get your vaccine. That way you're in. we, We know that you're in with us. And so that's how it goes behind the scenes. And so the doc has little choice about what he can say or she can say, and what he or she can do. And the only thing they can really do is what I did: I walked away. <laughs> I walked away. You don't have to stay there, but you're going to have to, you know, figure out how to stand on your own two feet. Okay. So I will. Um, um,
10: Doctor Lee, me
9: to, my contact information. And then I've got to get off and, and get my mom tucked in for bed. Okay. <laughs> Reach me at draleem.com. That's simple. Just spell the name, the, pardon me, spell the word doctor all the way out. draleem.com to order the PaxImmune, the green cake, the shungi, uh, and all kinds of things. And of course, the spike protein protocol, the antiviral protocol, and other things. And to join the clinical trial, yourimmunityproject.org. Enroll in the clinical trial, especially if you've been vaccinated or especially if you've been uh, around people who have been vaccinated. Yourimmunityproject.org. Let, let me correct one thing, uh, Brother Elliot. I um,
5: had uh, an important
9: uh, section The Abundant Life Clinic is no longer in operation as a, as a brick and mortar. So the website I gave out, that is Abundant Life Clinic nowadays. Okay. Until... Uh, until a better time.
1: Uh, Dr. Lim, let, let me give me 1 minute. Uh call up New York, go ahead.
9: 646.
12: Hey, hey Dr. Leem, I got an important question for you. What is the um protocol that we should be following if we're taking the Plaxamine? What else should we be doing for those of us that take the Plaxamine, don't want to deal with the vaccine or anything like that? Could you could you give us an idea on what we should be adding to maybe a regiment to assist ourselves and try not to get this um,
9: this virus? Yes, okay, that's a very good question. That's a very important question. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, asked the question. He asked, how strong is the foundation? Can we survive? Well, from my point of view as a medical doctor, when you ask a question like that, how strong is the foundation? Well, the foundation of life, the foundation of health is nutrition. The body is the result of food. That's why drugs don't work. The body is the result of food. So if there's something wrong in the body or something needed in the body, it's going to come from food. And so along with the PaxImmune, which of course itself is food, look on the label. There's dietary supplements, bovine proteins, it's food. It's a specialized food that feeds the cells of the immune system and gives gives them a boost so they can do their job. The PaxImmune doesn't kill the virus. The PaxImmune feeds your immune system cells so they can kill the virus. You have lymphocytes known as natural killers. They do that job. Okay, so the Pax Immune is food, it's a dietary supplement. So, to answer your question, what goes along with that? The recommendations of how to eat the live, the raw milk, the non GMO whole wheat bread, the navy bean soup, and you can fortify it uh, with the living green powder, uh, which is available uh, from adlife.me. And, of course, you can add into your diet the green cake. These are superfoods to go along with the main foods that we eat. And, of course, the best ultimate answer is we have to grow our own food. Uh, And I would quickly add, because of the atmospheric contamination with radiation, the chemtrails and all the rest of it, we need to employ the hoop house technology developed by Will Allen of growing power in Milwaukee. A hoop house is just a, a, a poor man's greenhouse. But you have to cover your crops as you're growing them because of the contamination that is coming out of the air, which now of course includes the spike protein uh and the uh mRNA um nanolipid particles. So you wanna you don't want to grow food that's radioactive or you don't want to grow food that's been contaminated with vaccine particles.
1: Dr. Lim, I want I to, want, wait a minute, uh, you, did you have a follow-up with that? Uh? No, basically,
12: you know, like he said, I guess, I guess it's the it's the food that he's saying. Um, could he give the name of that um, green, the green thing that he was talking about? Um, could he give that name again?
9: Okay. Yes. Um, on my website, Dr. Alim.com, you'll see something called Green Cake. And you can order that. And then there's also something called Add Life Super Green Powder. And you can order that directly from addlife.me. That's the website, addlife.me. You can order it directly there. And you can use that to make smoothies, put that in your bean soup or other food. Uh, it's very versatile. Uh, the green cake itself is made from the green powder. Um, if you if you get the powder, you can make your own green cake just by adding uh, equal amounts of honey and tahini to the powder, and you end up with green cake, which is completely raw, completely uh, uh, uncooked, and it, it is the most nutritious food that I know of on planet Earth. If it's something more nutritious than green cake or the Ad Life powder, I don't know about it so you can get that dr com and also add life.me
1: dr lane i want to thank you for stopping by net, uh, this evening to kind of give us a little refresher on what's going on the, it's the, my pleasure the door is always open to you to come back and you, and you, and you know i'll be calling on you because this this uh, <laughs> this situation exactly is it, it, it's, <laughs> it's very fluid so we'll we'll always need you uh, your expertise in this topic. Okay.
9: All right. Thank you very much. You have a pleasant evening.
1: Talk to you soon.
9: All right. to all.
1: Thanks, Bridget.
9: Yes. Yes.
1: You know, uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, when these topics come up, that we can reach out to people that have been on the program that have shared information with us, uh, we got to get professor Jefferson back on too, to kind of talk about some things. And there's a couple other, uh, uh, uh holistic doctors that uh, have been distributing information and, uh, uh, one here in Philadelphia for one that we've never had on yet, uh, Dr. Burton. And I know you're familiar with Dr. Burton. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll just keep the information flowing because it's necessary, especially now we see, uh, uh, folks going to, they started that door to door thing here in Philadelphia. I know, I don't know whether you saw it, Richard.
5: No, I didn't. I, I heard about that. They were going to do it. But I started here.
1: Yeah. And, uh, the people is going door to door. The, uh, from what I saw that, you know, they, they have several black folks, but then they have, and I guess I assume that's the doctor. Cause it's, uh, the ones i saw had a, uh, Caucasian person with them, with the, um, you know the the blue case, you know that you would like an igloo type of thing. So I assume that it's shots in those th- those cases because I don't know, you know, why you would carry that. The other people had clipboards, but then you had the uh, uh, from the shots I seen, uh, uh Caucasian. I assume it was a doctor with the with the blue case, and I guess that was shots. If the person wanted a shot at the door. You let them in, and you tell them they don't have the shot. Then they give you the shot right there, so you can see that they're they're going, they're moving forward with their uh, their agenda because they started here in Philadelphia, and it's in other places. What I'm just saying, they, they've they've started it here.
5: Yeah, Doctor Leem said it's a military
1: campaign. Yeah, well, I mean, we we see what they're doing, so you know, we just got to uh, uh, keep moving forward, be smart uh employ the alternatives that's going to keep our um, ourselves and our families healthy and uh just keep dispensing the information to other people uh richard before we go uh um tomorrow uh from 7 to 9 Saturday evening uh the elders of sankofa with Brother Alfonso Watkins, will be airing. That's uh, from 7 to 9 tomorrow evening, and then Sunday, time for An An Awakening is back from 7 until. Going to have an exciting guest Sunday, Richard. So uh, I'll be putting out the information so that people can can check it out and be a part of the conversation. I want to thank everybody for listening to the program this evening. Lively discussion, as always, and we'll be back on Sunday, Lord willing, to continue on this path towards an awakening peace if you're
10: driving through the country on a lazy afternoon or you're watching your children playing They seem to be